1: listening to the KSR football podcast. Welcome into the KSR football podcast presented by Justice Dental. Check out either one of their two locations today in Lexington there's one on Blazer and there's one on Wellington, either side of town, convenient the best one-stop shop for all your dental needs. And folks, I think I might need to check them out because I was chewing on my nails stressed out, very, very worried Saturday night, but the Kentucky Wildcats pulled out the big win against the Florida Gators. Take that, Florida. Take it. And like it. What a bunch of losers.
2: <laughs> Dan Mullen, loser. God. 500 against Kentucky in the last four years. Never beaten Wondell Robinson in his life. Wow. Get out of town.
3: I don't Get out of town which he did Another aspect of the coaching of Dan Lovlin, why did you not change the double clap snap count after the eighth illegal procedure call?
1: Hey, I, I don't know. It doesn't
3: work. I mean, one clap is hard enough. Two claps in that crowd, nearly impossible. Thank you. Yeah. Good, good for
1: them. Chuck, you were actually not at a wedding this weekend, not correct? There. So you probably heard a lot of clapping. How are you supposed to hear somebody clap in the middle of the clap?
0: I think it's terrible. I, I didn't even know that that's what they were doing. Two points. I will give my brother, he said, you know, he was watching the game via television. He said they zoomed in on Mullen about halfway through the third quarter. He was not talking to his assistant coaches and he was like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. And William, my brother said, I think they're gonna finish this game. Because I think he just, again, he got out coached. We well, talked about that too.
3: Two things that I noticed that Dan Vaughn showed a tremendous amount of respect for Brad White, if you want to call it that. Having the football with a minute plus to go with timeouts at the end of the first half and he took the 10-7 lead to the locker room instead of taking chances against that defense. Mm-hmm. Two, he had it, <clears> to <throat> half the football fourth and one and a half maybe in an area on the field that it normally goes for it on fourth down, besides the punt, that shows respect. But speaking of the clock, did any of y'all notice what Chris Rodriguez did differently on Saturday than the four other games Kentucky has played?
1: Yeah, could be the answer to
0: the I'm question. Gonna like of the ball. You know, yeah, I'm going to
2: assume it's something ball uh, ball issue related. To he did not wear gloves Saturday night. Oh. So we're blaming the gloves.
3: The things you can notice through your living room porch window. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We
2: got a picture from Freddie. Through his his window, I think there was even a cat in the way, watching the game from the patio. You were so nervous. Through my window, around Daisy,
3: and watching the game.
2: (laughs) Daisy, no respect for your game watching. (laughs) I
1: (laughs) know. Oh, man. Uh, We got to congratulate the team, but we also got to congratulate the fans because, I mean... Not only did you guys go out there and help get it done, but you also you've been waiting on this. I mean it was I think the 13th sellout and Kentucky they hadn't exactly been doing well in those sellout games uh, I think three and nine just against the spread which means you're not even really playing those games close when you're not uh, when you're an underdog. and the fans helped make it happen. As much as we want to give Mullen crap for not changing the snap count, I don't think they could have done anything to not commit false starts. Uh, the 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 most hilarious one that we just had to laugh about in the press box when it went from third and one to third and eleven. <laughs> yeah, that just completely changes the game. I mean, yeah, yeah. the 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 playbook that you have at your disposal compared to third eleven to third and oh. one completely different. And uh, man, the fans they were rewarded not only. It was good the entire time. Yeah. Like, like, Chuck, it wasn't – you know how you get those, some of those kind of boring second downs where it's just like, eh, we get blue-white chance going. The, the fans were there throughout, and then the, the pleasant surprises. Like, I haven't seen somebody break through that many tackles since Charles Walker was on the field, watching Wanda Robinson just go.
2: Oh, he juked the hell out of that port. We haven't I seen a know. player – move like that. Even Lynn Bowden, as crafty as he was, it wasn't quite as quick as how Juan Dell uh, switched
0: directions. Can we talk about the Canossier's smoke block? Oh yes. my gosh. Yes, um, that deserves
2: just
1: as much credit. That poor...
0: Oh. I guess he's a DB.
1: I mean, that that reminds me of... Uh, Why don't you stop? It reminds me too of Derek Abney. Derek, was it Derek Abney? No, no, Dickie Lottie. No, Dickie Lottie. Uly- I've watched that several times
2: today. It's LSU week. Yeah, uh,
1: of course. Yeah, I mean, you had to. And I forget the guy's name. They were high school uh, buddies. Hester. No, I no, wouldn't. it wasn't
2: Hester. It was... Uh, I'll get it. C- carry on.
1: Okay. But that's what it kind of was like, except this one sprung Wandale for a touchdown. You, you mentioned it, Freddie. Like, you know, when he made some crazy runs. It kind of reminded me of the Louisville run that he made to start the second half, yeah. where you thought he was going to go down like six times. I thought there was no way Wondell was going to stay on his feet for yeah. the uh, at the end. I thought there, there, was, there was two guys there. Craig Stutz, by the way. Craig Stutz. Yeah. So they
3: yeah. they wear the same number. They play the same position, but I think they're different players. Uh, I think uh, Wondell is faster. Yeah, than yeah. Than More top-end speed. Quicker, but Bowden was elusive totally two different things both great players let I me mean, know don't don't take that the wrong way but yeah, yeah that was 41 of kentucky's 87 passing yards came in a in a hitch that that wandell robinson had 41 yards after the catch for a touchdown three blocks stood out to me kavashi Smoke's block that, that got uh wandell to the end zone darren Kennard took out three players when rodriguez ran into uh, for a touchdown mm-hmm. and then marcus benbury he yeah, was really smart on the block yeah. when Trevon Wallace was returning, uh, returning the block kick. He put his arms up and just put his back to it and, and, and instead of scraping blocking paint. him, yeah, scraping paint, that's what he did. That's what and they call it. Really the arms up though,
0: yeah. you're kind of tight. You never raise your hands. Just don't even raise your arm. Yeah. That just means uh, I'm doing something. Yeah, like it almost, it almost Mom, says, look at me. Yeah. I'm teetering. Yeah. He, <laughs> that, those you. three,
3: yeah.
1: I love when they do that, though, because it's like a, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not
0: doing I'm, I'm to. Well, I'm in the ref, because you know, that much closer. Uh, I will say, I'll add another block, or black there on the block, Luke Fordham, on that um, Wondell play. He's just kind of running along, never really touching anyone, and he tweeted out today, Luke did some of the lines of, yeah, maybe next time I'll actually find him in the block. Yeah. Uh, he just was running beside side Wondell the whole time. Yeah. He was right. you know, <laughs> O-Lyman, running right. screenplay, yeah. Hands are up, running. Do you see pitch. his eye
3: after the game? Yeah, that
1: thing looked Whoa, hello. Whoa, one. whoa. Sorry about that, fellas. Sorry about that. Singers, performers. Producers yeah. over here just doing te- a terrible job. but uh, You're all right. Uh, uh, just
2: as good as our team's blocking was, I thought the tweeting about their blocking was good. You just mentioned that one. What did smoke say? Chomp? Chomped me one. I think he said chomped me one with that video. We had a lot of uh, Jacques Jones had the woman petting the gator to sleep tweet.
1: He also he I'm really sad he deleted it, but this morning he tweeted out a picture of him in a Fort Gators jersey at like 10 years old. Oh, really? I didn't catch that. And yeah, I and mean, he deleted it quickly and I don't know why. like it was it was he didn't say anything bad. it was just like, how time flies, and I love I love that. I love Trevin Wallace saying that Florida was his dream school. Like, dude, damn Mullen, you suck as a recruiter. <laughs> You're going to lose your job at this golden palace because you can't recruit at one of the easiest places to recruit. I love every single second of that. Just pouring salt on the wounds. I'm sure that those people on the message boards are really going to appreciate some of those comments. That's why I wish Jones kept it up there. Uh, but... Man, those were some big plays, some big moments, and um, I think that a whole lot of money got made, which brings us to a new segment. Whole lot of money.
2: Okay. Yeah. Now, I didn't see that in my, my pre-show notes. Uh,
1: no, nope, uh, this did not make the pre-show <laughs> notes, but... You know who made a whole lot of money on Saturday? Me,
0: Waka Flocka.
1: <laughs> did he, though, or did he just I show mean, up?
0: He has that royalties on that song, right? Josh Passport.
1: Josh Pascal's number one on my list.
0: Yeah, John, I would probably
2: go Waka Flocka, uh, the SEC, and then Josh
0: <laughs> Pascal. At least <laughs> 250 grand,
1: Josh. Josh Pascal, though, that was, Freddie, that was the game we kind of knew he had in him, yeah. but had not yet seen it. Mm-hmm. Do completely took over the game, and I know they gave him Special Teams Player of the Week. He should have been Player of the Week yeah. because he was a one man wrecking crew. Two and a half tackles for loss, I don't even, I don't think his stats truly illustrate his impact. Dude is at least a day two draft pick by now, right? Yeah, seven
3: tackles, two and a half for loss, block to field goal. Um, You all know, I I take my aunt, who's 85 years old, dinner every evening and and visit with her. And she always watches the games if she can figure it out, we get it on, and, and she still thinks I play and yesterday I took her supper and she asked me what number I was, and I told her number four. So I was Josh Pascoe. Oh. Yeah, so you picked a, a yeah. great great person. Yeah, I hear. always picked the MVP, kind of, you know, that was me, but yeah, uh, I think you made money. Josh, you know, if, if you remember, Nick, when we talked uh, after camp or during camp, when we were talking about players that jumped out during fall camp, I said Josh Pascoe by far. His movement is so sudden and, 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 and laterally he can go east, west, north, south. I think he came to his own, but I was really happy with the development of those defensive linemen. I think that that highly touted recruiting class of defensive linemen took giant steps Saturday night. Uh, Trevon Ripka, I thought, played really well. Justin Rogers with 40 plus snaps. Uh, Hayes, Josiah Hayes played. And then a true freshman played, uh, Saunders. So yeah. there was a lot of bodies rotating. And when the game was on the line, you look out there, it's Ripka. Rogers and, and Hayes, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's not the normal cast of characters on that defensive line. I think that goes well for the future, but Josh Pasquale had the game in his lifetime. He, he
2: I, I was told that what we saw doesn't even do it justice, that he was cramping so bad that the trainers were basically like trying to fold him in half on the sideline. He was just stiff as a board, and he was still getting up and running back out there and making plays, fighting through that. It was... What anyone else on the team wouldn't have been able to be on the field. He was, he was still getting back Se- out
3: there. 71 snaps compared to, I mean, to Kentucky at 47. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I mean, 71 snaps. Eight snaps inside the 10-yard line to end the game. Eight.
1: Crazy. It's
3: unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The game that, the plan that Brad White had, the execution of that defense. You can talk all three levels playing the game of their lives against four. The defensive line, Jones and Square, linebacker, Weaver, right, played really good, and then that secondary played their butts off, so it all came together, that that was the best defensive, I thought Missouri's second half, not allowing a first down, was the best thing I've ever seen in 2018, until Florida, I think that was the best defensive game that I've seen from the uh
1: We had a, I don't want to say a comeback story of sorts, but you had Pascal, who, you know, we know his journey all too well. Uh, He had that kind of eye-opening performance. And then on the other hand, you have J.J. Weaver, who a year ago against this Florida team, him and Kyle Pitts are jawing at each other on the field, and Pitts is, like, standing over him talking smack as Weaver's down there on the ground with tour torn ACL. A year later, he sees Florida going four verts and says, we're matching up, I got this. Undercuts the route while covering a tight end and sets up what proved to be the final decisive touchdown for Kentucky. And you know what? As great as that play was, there was another play. It wasn't even a tackle for a loss. It was a play where Florida ran the option. And this dude forced the pitch and still almost got a tackle for a loss to the pitchman. I don't know how he covered that much ground, how he was able to do both, but you couldn't ask for a more perfect defense. I mean, that guy, and, and stoop set up the game, he's not even 100%. I mean, that guy is playing out of his absolute freaking mind.
2: Has there been a bigger surprise, and I'm gonna even include Jamie Davis, when you consider how in, you know, May and June, we're just hoping he'll be ready to go for the first game. And not only was he ready to go, what do you have, three sacks, two sacks? <laughs> yeah, and then the interceptions, huge plays in every game. It seems I mean, this is a guy who's lucky to even be on the field. Incredible,
1: it's incredible. Uh, I mean, shout out to the defense for making some game-changing plays. I hope though, Chuck, that JJ doesn't make his money just yet. Let's hope yeah. it's just nil. No Don't m- show him too much nil no yeah. money. Uh, let's get you nil no money through the next two years, and then first-round draft pick money because he might be playing good enough so we get draft pick this year. Just saying, you know. Just
0: I think it will I mean, well, Pascal's proven it. We have players that are proven right now why you come back. One, from the school standpoint and the program itself, but two, Josh Pascal, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to make more money going this year. No, then
1: Josh Allen, you know, too. He's, he's a good example. Uh,
3: yeah. Charles Walker to the Patriots, too. Charles Walker.
2: Yeah, have year or something like that. Poor I mean, Josh. He could have worked it out. Yeah.
1: I am worried about our boy Josh Allen though. His head coach is just off the rails. Oh, Three games coach. in the year. I
0: think he's out later than I was on Saturday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, He
2: just had dinner with the grandkids and then he oh, went over right, for a few but, and then they tried to get him to dance and he didn't want to dance. Yeah. Wrong place, wrong time. We've all yeah,
1: been there. Yeah. Of course. You know, I, I know that's happening to you all the time, Charles, when just women are dragging you on the dance floor to dance.
0: I'm pretty much dragging women on the dance floor to dance. I'm not getting too many yeses, but. <laughs> Whatever. Herb Meyer. Have you all seen that contract he signed back in the day? Uh, oh, boy, I gotta dig up his
1: contract. his uh, contract, contract with his family? family. Yeah. yeah, like, I will not sell the lake house. I will,
0: <laughs> I will eat three meals a day as one of them. Like,
1: what? Do you, is that really
0: necessary? He's a robot. Have you seen the picture of his coffee table? Oh, man. The coffee um, table
1: picture. I that? like
2: someone tweeted Urban Meyer's view for the next few months, like, sleeping on the couch. Oh, that's you know, pretty
1: good. No, his coffee table. So I just want you all to imagine a coffee table, and then imagine going over to your like great aunt's house and taking all of the pictures you have in frames and putting them on that coffee table.
2: Like I don't even like you can't even put a drink on it if you wanted to. Oh
0: wow, there you go. I mean that's
2: yeah.
1: not n- humans.
2: That's like
3: I think it might be a robot. That is what
1: a robot <laughs> thinks a human's coffee table should look like.
3: That looks. That, look, that coffee table looks like a fan of the shelf.
1: <laughs> Are you saying
2: you have that coffee table too? <laughs> <laughs> it's football guy's coffee table. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: loves, loves. Nobody loves wood more than Freddy's. Right. except maybe my in-laws. Tom Selleck, great mustache. I do not have a great mustache. It's annoying the bejesus out of me.
2: You got it. Your mustache is fine.
1: Yeah, but it's just—it's really long. And, you know, you get. I just, I, don't know. I just want to just
2: stick with it. Try. You got this.
1: Um. Hey. Speaking of a whole lot of money, Mitch Barnhart's gonna have to spend a whole lot of money. $250,000. Gonna need to write a really big check. Gonna
0: take it to the big big bank.
1: <laughs> to the real big bank down in Birmingham. Would be funny if he did try to pull that off. Uh, but you know what? That $250,000, that's what? A weekend of alcohol sales at Tiger Stadium? Uh, that's it, easy money when you're in
2: the SEC. He probably had that on him. Man. He did everything he could to stop that one guy from running on the field, though, and, and save the fine.
1: So I missed that. I, I didn't it know was it. incredible,
2: and I'm mad that there's not footage of it. I've searched high and low. I re rewatch the ESPN broadcast. I think maybe just the few eyeballs there noticed, but there was a, a fan running from the end zone, and he got to about the 50, and what looked like another fan behind him and then about 30 yards in you see like a little lanyard and it's nice uk gear and it's like everyone that hit around me at once was like that's mitch marnhart that's not a fan
1: you see the top button and you know
2: he didn't just kind of chase this guy i mean he put in a probably 40 (laughs) yard run stride for stride just 10 or so yards behind him and then the fan hung a left and God knows what happens when he got to the sideline. I'm sure he got tackled pretty good. But Barnhart did everything he could to pull him back. He did
1: not want to write that down. And if you have video,
2: please send it because it needs to be seen. Barnhart has has some speed on him. Gosh.
1: That field storming was pretty awesome, too. Because here's the thing. We've had some ho-hum field storm. The last time Kentucky got fined for one, I didn't even realize there were people on the field. But apparently some students got on for that Mississippi State game in 2018. This was a... Wow, look at the pictures in Lexington, Kentucky, kind of. It's just a mass of people down there. And there was a lot of white, because there was a lot of the student section. Mm -hmm. Um, As a journalist, uh, with a lot of integrity, I had to go down there to get some footage.
2: Field reporting. Yeah, field reporting, exactly. How would we be without someone in the field?
1: And I was down there in the field, on the field, around the field. Uh, Not an easy crowd to navigate through. Well,
3: I tried to come back as a journalist to, for the post-game show, and I
1: couldn't get near this place. Near the Chaos Bar and Grill? Yeah. It was crazy. It was wild. There was a, a lot of like girls on shoulders. Somebody had a banana balloon they were throwing through the crowd. Uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Love the Mile Kentucky home to really cap it off, but some of the people, though, didn't understand that, like, if you're trying to walk out of the tunnel to get onto the field 10 minutes later, you, you missed it. It's you, too late, yeah. it's over. you know, like it's just, it's been, yeah, we're, we're trying to get out now. You're just clogging everything up. But uh, man, I, I, do, I love seeing too, the pictures of players with people, mm-hmm. uh, especially Ryan Lemon with.
2: <laughs> Ryan right there in the middle of it. Selfies oh, with Will nice. Levis. I've yet to see a photo from the game that does not include Walk Flocka Flame, did he just take a picture with everyone in the building yes. where there are yes. multiple Waka
1: Flockas? He, it looked like he was everywhere. I love too that they gave him a Zadarius jersey because you had it, like, you had you really had to double take, and it's not just the hair. Like those guys could be yeah, long lost yeah, cousins. A big dude. You yeah. Basketball? yeah. Yeah. Did Charles? Did you get a picture with Waka?
0: I
2: did. Nice. Yeah. See, that's my point. Everyone there got a ah, picture sorry. of Waka Walker. Walker got a picture
0: of it. Oh, uh,
1: oh, excuse me. You should have waved he said, uh, in the are picture. Are you
0: 88? That's like, yeah, just don't first? <laughs> just it. Okay. That's from playing with from Flaming Yeah, Walker literally stopped me and said, Wait, were you were 88, right? But yeah, this is embarrassing, but yes, been A We've long this, time course. ago. Yes, Walker. S-
1: Speaking of humility, the. Man, Keontae Goodwin, you sh- he was blushing when fans were chaining his name at the it's catwalk. I he, but and here, here's guy, I've got a pretty decent relationship with him, and it really is funny to see him just be like, it's just so awkward. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do over here. Like, he, he's hes such a sweet kid. And it, it, he was there at the catwalk along with, you know, five-star recruit Barry and Brad, who I'm pretty sure he's the guy that stoops worked pop and Papa shot. shot. Yeah. Stoops uh, is really proud of that, by the way, he too. Is. He brought that up again. You
2: know, I mean, it's nice to have, you know, you make all the visitors on Saturday, but, like, it didn't stop for Stoops. It was just getting started, bro, on Sunday, so we had to wake up and entertain all day. And mm-hmm. we, we learned via SEC this morning that it involved kicking his butt and Papa shot over a big time. I would assume, I mean, he was the biggest of the big times.
1: Yeah, and since those official visits are two days, I would think that, that kid played Friday Night Football. Yeah, and it?
2: he's only in Nashville, so he could get home on a Sunday night if he needs to. Right, right, exactly. And so. Stoops mentioned taking him to dinner. Uh, usually on an unofficial, you don't get the dinner treatment. So right, I, right. I think it would be official visit.
1: That would be a pretty big one. You could use some more people with windell like speed. I'm sure he got to hang out with Waka Faka some. Um, really wanted to get like uh, a little, even just do the in the background. Like, he
2: he definitely did the bare minimum on that entrance, but whatever, it worked. It was you really know
1: what cool. What
3: he's good at? Wiffle ball. Stoops is a really, really good wiffle ball player.
2: Really? He is he one of those people that's just good at whatever he picks up? Like A
3: hundred years ago, I used to throw a baseball with him. Oh yeah, we mm-hmm, know. Yeah. I had a, I had a pretty good slider, and I threw my best slider with a wiffle ball to him, and he 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 took it out of the park. Wow. Yeah, elite wiffle ball player. It's good to know.
2: It's good to know. It sounds like one of those guys that's good at all those sports.
1: Yeah. Speaking of uh, Mark Stoops, we'll share this with our listeners, but there's you know you're not going to hear this everywhere else. I guess by the time you're hearing this, you might have already heard it. But yeah. uh, the the head coach was on a KSR podcast. Yeah. It's coming out Tuesday, so uh, he's he's hanging out with the uh, quote unquote the knuckleheads, uh, Max and Miles. So uh,
2: I saw Miles wore his best banana costume over to the facility to for a sit down interview. <laughs>
1: formal only formal attire. Uh, from that crew. So yeah, go check out that interview. We found out how Stoops takes his coffee, which is really when Max was like, I, what, what, what should we ask? And I was like, I just want to know the coffee order because I know that it's being drank quite
0: a bit. I used to have that saved my phone. Can oh, he make man. you go get it? <laughs> 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 Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I got that scholarship. Hey, it certainly wasn't I my didn't play. mean that in a
2: bad way. I, whatever it takes, for <laughs> the team.
1: Oh, man. Uh, I have it
0: right here, actually. Uh, Am I
1: allowed to give it to you?
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, he gave it on the podcast. Yeah. So, triple grande non-fat latte with one raw sugar. Yeah. That was there there you go. That's the still day.
2: the order.
1: And the triple.
2: Whew. Did we just out-scoop Penn uh,
0: well, No, We, we, we just they
1: like to
2: talk trash to you. Feel free to talk some back.
1: Dude, you can suck it, Penn and because we just out your ass. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> got Duffy, it. be spe- specialist think- podcast listen. I got best of both worlds. I, I was practically a specialist. But also got to stay in the wide receivers right. Yeah, you got you. Got you, you played a
1: real position too. I got it. Yeah, idea. exactly. Um, which, speaking of sugar. Oh, I
2: know where you're going. No. no. Don't get too carried away. One game at a time.
1: We are five and zero. Oh, okay. Right, fourteenth or sixteenth. We always go by the best one. Fourteenth. Fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Seven game winning streak. I haven't even played the best football yet. It's a great defensive game. One of the five best defensive performances ever under Mark Stoops. You can argue the order here or there, but can we just say, like, how sweet New Year's Day would be in New Orleans? Things go the right way. You keep playing good defense. You stay healthy. (laughs) Might be eating beignets to start
2: 2022. Oh, man. LSU's coming to town, Nick. You're, you're already in the Sugar I'm bowl? already ready you're to already go. There? I'm
1: ready to go back to, North, to Louisiana.
2: I wish our podcast listeners could see the death stare Freddie is giving you as you're skipping ahead <laughs> on the schedule. I'm sure Freddie's ready to tell us about yeah. the athletes Coach O still has hey, on a two-loss LSU team. See, and you're already wanting to get on Bourbon Street on New Year's Day.
1: Yes, uh, because... Grenade in hand. Oh, uh, I'm... Uh, the thing that's nice too is at the slushy places, you can really alternate which kind you have, so you never get over you, ne- you, you never get overwhelmed with one flavor. Yeah, and you just get like, oh, it's only a dollar for one more shot. Like, I'll take six. Great times. Actually, I think the last time I was in New Orleans, I might have seen you. Me? Yeah. Probably
2: not with one of those. Those were hangover in a glass. I'll tear down some Bourbon Street. You can have the three foot tall frozen daiquiri.
1: Oh, no, you get the small. <laughs> you just dump the shots in that one. Yeah, so I really... The best part about the Sugar Bowl, too, it's a night kickoff on New Year's Day, so you don't even have to wake up or Like, the, sit, the, ready, si, ready the Citrus Bowl... See, he's lost. Just like I
3: didn't watch get thrown through a table. I'm not
1: listening. The Citrus Bowl... I, 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 couldn't even, I couldn't even watch the ball drop. Rat poison. We were, we were up and at it early. It's already got his bags packed over here. I wanted... So bad. And here's the thing. Yes, the other teams are really good. But, hey, if you get the offense back on track, I think we're in a little bit of funk. We're going to get more into it. But I think right now, you know, it's the the new quarterback, the new coordinator figuring out. There's just a little bit of a learning curve. We're learning through it. And, hey, it's on the table. Everything's on the table. You can even dream playoff if you want. But I do know that there's going to be a – Da, 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 da. Kentucky versus Georgia on CBS in two weeks. Now that I'm excited
2: about. There's just that's not looking too far.
1: It's 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 the table. We we kept we talked about it against Missouri, we even talked about it in South Carolina. To get to where you want to go, you've got to win those big games. And for the first time in a long time, Kentucky delivered with one of those big sold-out crowds. The stadium was literally shaking. Drew and I could feel our laptops moving beneath our hands in the nerd box. Yeah, it was it, literally shaking. And Kentucky got the win. They somehow stopped Florida from scoring seven times within the ten yard line with less than a minute to go. It—they're doing the things that great teams do. There's still more to be done. So, Freddie, I will stop my Sugar Bowl talk, but man, I want it so bad.
2: Freddie, bring us back down to earth
0: real quick. Four hands, bro. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. You state what you
2: said earlier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not counting. We're not counting any bowl games yet.
1: Uh, Charles.
2: Getting,
1: yeah, because we're there.
2: You lose, uh, i just mean we're not packing player. yet. Right. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, we uh, still got the SEC championship to win first. Oh, game you're game right. Sorry, that's, get, that's first. I got. I got. You
1: boy. Boy. Yeah, you gonna bring your popcorn? Uh, no, no. That's okay. okay.
3: That's um, talking no smack. All right.
1: Real quickly, before we go back to it, yeah. Um, big picture. If you had to pick one team to make the playoff, that's not Alabama or Georgia, who would it be?
3: Cincinnati.
1: I wouldn't even pick Cincinnati. You don't play anybody
3: rest of the
1: year. Yeah, they're going to lose up. You know they are. They're going to find a way to mess up and lose. It's like I.
3: We got the easiest path.
1: Okay, Charles.
0: But is their path proven? <clears throat> if they go undefeated, should they get? I- it? I-
3: Personally, I don't think so, but yeah. they will get both because people love the untold story. And, and Rocky so so why? But I mean, they're going to be tough to keep out. You know,
1: Pack twelve's
2: out. Oregon. Lost. Yeah, they suck. There's still a lot of rooting to do
1: against other teams for sure, including Cincinnati. But who's who? Who who do you think is the even has a shot to be in that play? Why do we even have a playoff? Just play Alabama and Georgia. They're the two best teams. It is not even. It is not even close just eh. well, you just said you it yourself, 3.30 t- week and a half from now. I mean, we'll okay. see. We'll see. But, I mean, what do you, Half State maybe?
2: I mean, you're right. We definitely want to bring you down from driving to New Orleans right now, pre-gaming for the Sugar Bowl. But for the first time ever probably, we can dream some dreams we've never really dreamed before. All right, it's, it's harmless if you're a fan in the comfort of your own
1: home. Yeah. We
2: don't need the offensive line uh, packing for the Sugar Bowl. Right? right,
1: right. Luke Fortner needs to pack an eye patch, if anything. Yeah. Did you see that? My God. I, I didn't know what, what he went down for, and it was like, man, Luke must be really hurt if he's going to be out for a play. He had to go get a couple quick stitches.
3: i got a question about Luke Fortner. saw him like going to the entrance, you know, and now they're taking pictures and videos of the catwalk. They're calling it, like, the entrance or something. He had his hat on backwards. Mm-hmm. Charles and Nick have their hats on the backwards. At what age does that need to stop?
1: Uh, I don't think it's age. I think it's how long does your hair hang on or not. Because I think Luke and I are in a similar boat. Okay. Yeah.
3: I, I got lost because I had mine on backwards. No no, 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 no. You, you just wear the fit hell fit. out lot of oh, it. Yeah. I mean, that's a fitted cap though. you can't wear that. I got a humongous head. Yeah, though. but you don't wear a fitted cap. You know how big this fitted cap is in the
1: fifty I think no? I think the fitted cap backwards that's is what two. Was it was it, the it's I mean, two thousand, you know.
3: And you know. I'm in the mole family, yeah. Yeah. But a good if, if it's if I have a forward the Probably. clip thing, I can wear backwards. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think uh after the last year you can just do whatever you want. Well, I and like one <laughs> people think, I mean, I've still, since last March, worn pants and buttons maybe twice, and I don't plan to ever go back. And I just feel like since what we've through, you can wear whatever you wear for it, Freddie. Yeah, wear, wear two hats back. I right the two time. I wore to a
3: KSR Kroger game of the week, it felt so weird.
2: How was your KSR Kroger game of the week? Woodford County put on a show. They're very well, excited. first of all, home game for home you. Game for me. I walked you were to. very excited. I
3: walked to the game, which was awesome. Um, Woodford County's good. I mean, they're second-hand team to 5A RPI. They beat West Jessamine. Uh, great crowd. Uh, the county judge executive was there. He offered up hot spots for the Wi-Fi for our guys if they needed to write. Isn't the
1: nice county judge executive like the king of the county?
3: Yeah. 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 He runs things. Yeah, James K., great guy, and uh, it was good.
1: Which, by the way, the ON3 database is coming out soon. I wish I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's not a whole lot of work I have to do, but it's you're going to enjoy it when you see it.
3: We use that for now
2: it
1: was oh, yeah, fancy.
2: Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, we all got to see, get a taste of it in a previous session. I mean, it back. looks
1: like stuff that they use for like, the NFL.
3: That's great. I
2: thought I was looking at the year 2050. I yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I didn't know what was going on. I'm I just, didn't feel comfortable actually. It was too Drew, much. I can come
3: <laughs> over and I can walk. <laughs> okay, thank
4: you,
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, before we get on to Butte and the uh, uh, rest of the LSU Tigers, yeah. uh, we got to tell Drew to kick rocks uh, because.
2: What did I do wrong?
1: Well, you jinxed, you, you oh, you're, you're a real jinxed cat. Man, I
2: really feel bad about this. You're a real jinx, cat. The Andy
0: thing?
1: No. Fat Randy? Andy. No, 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 no. Bullock? Yeah. No, not that. He did jinx that. I did um, jinx
0: that. I mean, his helmet's terrible. Let me talk about that real quick. How is I don't, I don't I know his, mean, his it's helmet. It's the worst of an I've ever seen. He came out to get that field on I said now.
2: Uh, I don't have any comments about the Tennessee Titans right now. Um, it was embarrassing football. Um, Offensive line needs help.
1: Yep, yeah, and you also. Uh,
2: I, I, I think I KSR cursed bully. Yeah. I wore a bully shirt that day.
1: Yeah. And you knew it. That was the part that was disheartening.
2: I told Nick before kickoff when I sat down, I was like, I feel really uncomfortable about wearing this bully shirt. I had it on in the press box. I'm not supposed to wear a UK gear in the press box. Bully shirt, not a U.K. shirt.
1: Yep. That's true. Yep, that is true. No U.K. logos. I
2: felt, felt really guilty. More, I mean, obviously, I didn't have anything to do with it, but I was very bummed to see our, our my favorite player first, go down.
3: First significant injury of the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Can't and have a comeback without a setback. And he was playing really it's well. It's true.
1: It he was. was well. Yeah, and we don't have any – I mean, Stoops just gave us the lower leg a little bit of time. He could not have been more vague at all. But I would – if they're pulling you off the depth chart, that's at least a month.
2: Yeah, and an ankle with someone that
1: size. We saw Quentin Bohanna, it took him, I mean, it was basically the rest of the season when he had a sprained ankle. Um, Because just coming I mean, putting a lot of pressure on it when you're a big guy like that. So, uh, hopefully Bully plays well. Now, I guess the silver lining, Freddie, is you got two former top 200 players Top 150 recruits there with Josiah Hayes and Justin Rogers Now, Stoops said that Hayes got dinged up as well. What does dinged up mean? I don't know. I'm guessing like a shoulder. He's a big guy. They hit their shoulders a lot. Mm -hmm. But either way, those guys rose to the occasion. They really stepped up. Um, And so did, I mean, there was just a lot of people we didn't expect. You brought Quill Sanders playing. Did not foresee that happening. Did not foresee Joel Williams getting the amount of run that he got. Uh, I, you know, I expected if any of those guys, it might be Tisdale. Tisdale got some special teams kickoff stuff.
2: Yeah, looking ahead, we never really mentioned Williams as the guy who would play out of the game.
1: He was in. I mean, he was matching up with dudes in the slot on third down. Yeah. You know,
3: of, of the of the I won't call them newcomers, but young young defensive players, Ribka, I thought popped out of me. I mean, he I, I, he was moving well, chasing the football. I thought he, he you know, even in the screen that that Florida receiver slipped down and going in the. In the end zone, Yeah. Ripley was chasing from behind, and he was moving. So I, I was impressed. By him.
1: He uh he can, he plays a lot of nose for them in their like third down package. Him and Pascal, they kind of alternate. Lot. Yeah, yeah. So uh, really impressed with those guys. They got to step up in Bowie's absence. Also, could be more guys down. Just you know, some some food for thought. Uh, it was a physical it's game. That time of the year. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's going to happen in Kentucky. I mean, they went four games. Clean bill of health for the most tear, part. Wear
3: and tear, I mean, it gets to you. Yeah. It doesn't matter what position you play, it gets to you. Yeah.
1: It's just yeah. of all people,
2: it had to be Bully. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, so hopefully he gets well soon and they'll have him back, uh, you know, November, something like that. Uh, but we're going to put Bully on the back burner. We got to move LSU to the front burner because the Tigers are coming to town for the first time since 2007. That was a pretty, uh, pretty memorable game, Drew. I was at that game. I was on the field
2: after that game. That is one of my favorite UK memories of all time. I'm hoping we run that back, because that that celebration and giving LSU one when they went on to win a national championship, we could start a streak of two home wins over LSU this coming Saturday. Let's just, you know, Florida had theirs against us. Tennessee had theirs against us. We're gonna start one against LSU.
1: Oh man, love to hear it. And I I think I've got to ask about you. Oh yeah, I forgot.
2: Um, In my possession here, you know, last week I had a little Mojo, I chugged some mayo and coffee. Don't recommend. do not recommend that at all. Yeah. <laughs> could stop
3: all that now. Yeah, yeah oh, we're done with that. Yeah, and eating and drinking and whatever.
1: I'm good. Uh, Let's keep it
2: up. I, I did feel like me doing it helped with the team. It definitely uh, did. So I found, did. I found Mojo for this week, and it is in my hand right now. Fellas, in the year 2007, I, well, someone, what's the statute of limitations? Uh, you're good this made it from lsu's bench to my possession and i'm drinking out of it all week It's, it's been in my office collecting dust and i just cleaned it out this morning and everything i drink this week is coming out of glenn dorsey's water bottle that i might have pulled out of his hands but uh I don't know if that's <laughs> bad if, if, if you it, know I borrowed it. Having Here's the thing. Time. I borrowed it with intentions of giving it back and they haven't been back since two thousand seven. True. Sure. So this it's this outrageous. coming week yeah, I was very parched that day. Yeah. So this Saturday I'll run back down and put it right back where it was some fourteen years ago.
1: The the uh it does have the look, this powering. it's a squeeze bottle too. Oh yeah. It's got the very yeah, let's see if you can get yeah oh, yeah got, yeah, the, yeah. got, got the, the pop, pop yeah on the back and you got to smash the cap down because those lids never close all the way even, even better
2: about this is the yahoo story had a picture of dorsey actually drinking out of it in like a getty image i tried to find it today oh. but i'm hoping to dig that up because it, it's it's the bottle he was the first round pick you know? man
1: yeah he we was were
2: passing around finishing his power raid in the in the mosh pit wow.
1: great game uh matt flynn Bryson kelly uh Who's who's the guy that got stuffed at the line? uh, He he does... Hester. That was Hester. I said Hester earlier on
2: the block. I got him flipped.
1: Yeah, Hester got stuffed. And Hester does stuff now for Sirius, maybe? Well, he
2: had very pro-UK comments earlier this season on his podcast. He was hyping up UK. Yeah,
1: him and uh, Doring, I think, which is so weird. Like, those two? Yeah. Yeah. Of all
2: people to be hyping us up.
1: Right, right. But Hester got his heart broken. I guess Doring was the heartbreaker. But that game... I. That was a young Nick, I guess I was 16 at the time, and we were. I was doing the thing where uh, we snuck into the game and we were in the overflow student section and thought a crowd, like a field storming was on the verge of happening. So we watched the final, all of the overtimes from on top of the end zone. And that just being in the concourse and pacing, very stressful, even more stressful, because Chuck, you know you, can, you have no depth perception from up there. So it took me a good while before I could confirm that the tackle was actually made. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I would say that there is one other piece of good mojo, good news coming too. Guess who has plans to come back to Lexington this weekend? Waka Flocka. Nope, not Mr. Flocka. Uh, He's a person who is not tight. He likes to get loose. Oh, Stevie. Stevie Johnson has plans to come up to Lexington, KY uh, this weekend, which I mean, oh. you want to talk about a great way to get the fans started the up, going into fourth quarter. Just show, just show him doing the back pedal with the two hands, and then, and then the, the, hit no the little old. bird yeah. thing. Uh, which, did we ever know what that meant? I don't think so.
2: It, it's whatever he wanted. He I mean, started doing
1: it. It was very cool. It was very awesome. he yeah. has a chance to run it back this weekend when the Tigers come to town, and. Freddie, I don't think Joe Burrow is walking through that door. Yeah. But they still got. Their LSU's just weird. They're in a very weird spot right now. Strange there.
3: study. Strange study. This LSU team. <clears throat> um, I, let me let me try to paraphrase here, Charles. LSU is far too talented to have a three and two record. Yeah. Their talent, as of last Sunday, fifty nine players in the NFL off lost roster off from LSU. Top five recruiting class the last couple of years. The production, the record does not change. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know how else to say I, I don't want to say that they're poorly coached, but, I mean. Poor. I, I watched Coach O's press conference
2: today. And, and it's he, on him, he said. He must have apologized 50 times. Yeah. It was almost weird how many times he said, put it on me. Even a reporter was like, why are you saying this so much? We, so, it's clear
3: he is he is trying to take it off. Which scares me because of Coach O's, his back is is against the wall. You know, if he loses Saturday in Kentucky, it could could be a ball game.
1: That was uh, With
3: all that talent, if they get it right and somehow get buy-in from the team and they get a high effort with all that talent, that worries me. But every number that I see, LSU gives up 248 yards passing defensively. How many pros are in that secondary? How many pearls are on that defensive line? It just does not make sense to me. Uh, uh, just none of them average 70 yards rushing. Not very, very little rushing attack. Offensive line is not very good. But then I look at, I look at, sometimes I look at scores per quarter. First quarter, LSU 42 to seven over its opponents. Let's fast forward, how about that, to the fourth quarter. LSU is getting outscored 57 to 31 in the fourth quarter. That tells me that they're fading towards the stretch, yeah. right? And there's something going on because the talent does not match the product that I've seen on the field. And I'm trying to be as nice as I can about saying it. There's something going on. I don't know if it's development because they sure do have some fantastic athletes. Eli Ricks is an All-American pro corner. I mean, you got all that secondary skills. Steely. J. Ward. Yeah. Something, something going on there. That it's not right. There Ooh. Could be some motivation, like. You say
2: his backs against the wall. I mean, that's so what I'm saying. That but the players might. Who knows? Maybe they've checked out. We same. don't know. Yeah, we're not. We're not
1: close, close to them. And, and that's the uh, LSU's coming off of. Oh wait, breaking news.
3: Morning, uh, Good
1: job. Facebook's back.
3: Damn oh, right.
1: We 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 made it almost a day. I was hoping it was going forever. And, uh, right. God, I'm still so oh, we'll gonna see those LSU pictures. We will
3: have the best <laughs> offensive player that Kentucky plays against all year. Butte. Butte. nine touchdowns, thirty catches. He alone is going to make a spectacular catch, play for a touchdown, right? Yeah. second best player on the team, maybe the first, is Kate York, the kicker. LSU can advance to the 40. They're getting points. They're getting, they're getting three points. That's how against Auburn, went up 13-0, ended up losing 29-23 to or whatever. But Kate York is money as a yeah. field. So they're going to score points. What My if, question uh, is – well, that's true. Oh,
1: that's a good point. My
3: question here for this weekend coming up, I think Mark Stoops will have him dialed in because there's no reason to question him about that. I think he's the best. I think he's wonderful. I think the buy-in will be there. I think the effort will be there. It's what which LSU team we're going to see, and then for Kentucky, we're going to have to talk about it. We've got to find some resemblance of an offense. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's just not it's not acceptable what's been on the field the last eight quarters.
1: The uh, even you
3: win, you're five and all. if a team is, is is as good as Kentucky is, and you and nick's already put them in the sugar bowl, the higher the expectation, the higher the standard, the more critical not critical, but the, the more stringent we're going to critique this team. Yeah, well, and, and you, that's fair, right? is I that mean, fair oh, that's 100%. Fair.
1: I mean. I love, too, that Freddie's caffeine is really, it's. Oh, a, it's kicked in. Yeah, it, it got all the way kicked in.
3: Amston coffee Shop, for Oh, free plug, there uh, you go.
1: Um, but, uh, like that.
3: Yeah.
1: before I get to the offense, I found myself conflicted yeah. watching that LSU-Auburn game towards the end of the press box, because part of you is like, oh, well, you want him to come in feeling good, and maybe you can catch him. I mean, you aren't catching anybody when they're going the road against a top 25 team. But the middle thing with LSU, they went from, we are the best team to ever play football in the history of football. And they had the personalities that, when things are going well, they're the cock of the walk, the talk of the town. You can't nobody tell them nothing. And then when you get that taken away, those personalities fracture, split. You have their coordinators that led the way in Aranda and Brady, they're gone. And now you've got new guys in the town. And I, I just, I don't know, I mean, between all the stuff about the, the drug testing and the the academic problems when people get suspended, like, they have some dudes there, but there's some locker room stuff that's been off. And I know that Coach O's been at this point before. And that—that's the only part that I work because there's been times too where he was—they—they they were like, well, if he doesn't do it this weekend, he's going to get fired, and he ends up winning, and you know, the rest is history. But Drew, I, I'm just—I I hope that the coin is flipped and, and Kentucky can come up to an early start because this team could fold like a table underneath Ryan Lemon if, if, if they get punched in the mouth early and the wheels start coming off.
2: That's why, and like none of us have the answers, we don't cover that team. But there's a part you got to wonder: how long a team that has those expectations will hang on? What are they three and two now, I know that's not the end of the world. But got dog if you don't to like, the, yeah, if you don't like your coach and you've lost two of your first five games, there's a part of it that makes me wonder: will they just show up and you know not even try? Or like you said, you get the alternative, and they could be all systems go,
3: and this is their last cool. shot. Well, who do they got?
1: four more ranked teams. Yeah,
3: they haven't even gotten to the meat of their schedule yet. Ole Miss, Alabama, Texas A&M, and Arkansas. I
1: will (laughs)
2: say one thing, and this was a reporter speaking, but uh, not anyone on the LSU's team, but in that press conference today, they were talking about not having a big game feel coming to Kentucky. And I was sitting there listening like, oh, please keep thinking that. (laughs) Please keep thinking that because it's a pretty big game feel on this end. Yeah, and
3: and I hate to – I'm not criticizing coaches. I'm, I'm just being objective here. But their offense and defensive coordinators, are getting hammered right now. Yeah. By LSU people. That's just not. That's not me. But by LSU people. So there's there's a lot of question marks about this team. But one thing you cannot doubt is just how talented this. Oh,
1: they got draft picks. I mean, even if it doesn't show in the stats or whatever, they they've got draft picks. Yeah. One of them he
2: starts for Kentucky now. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: true. Uh, I I do think too that that loss to Auburn. The, the reason why I'm kind of hopeful that it's going to have the wheel spinning yeah. is because that's like Tennessee losing to Kentucky at home. They hadn't lost to Auburn at home Not since Cole Kubrick even. was playing football. Yeah. I mean, no offense to Cole, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. So, like, I I think that... I think it's there. I think I think the wheels... Really, Kentucky is trying to do what it did to Steve Spurrier in 2014, 15? Yeah. Whatever year that was. That's what you're trying to do. You're, you are... Right now, Coach O is dazed and confused right now, and you've just got to come up and finish him. Give him the all. I don't know what that combo was on Mortal Kombat. That
2: was close, actually. Yeah, yeah.
1: But you got to give him that one-two and finish him. Uh, and I think it starts by starting fast and getting your offense right, Freddie, which I, I, Kentucky, at times, they, they, they have a couple drive starters, and then they would stall out against Florida. Um, I, I know that Stoops alluded to Cavassie Smoke doing the right things and they've wanted to reward him for that and he and he it's not like he hasn't done bad things but there's also times where it's like chris just ran two 10-yard runs let's let's do the 10-yard run play and keep it going um and, and so things have felt disjointed at times and where it really previously it was turnovers turnover problem on that i mean you had a, an air roll of his throw you're gonna get those. But on Saturday, it was third down. They were one of 10 on third and fourth downs combined. The and the only third down they converted was a busted play.
3: The reason for that, I mean, you got to go to first down. I mean, when Rodriguez is in the game, you're getting positive yards mainly. Mm-hmm. When you run them ball first down, a lot of first down passes against Florida kind of <clears throat> seem bogged a little bit. And then you get past the 50, Rodriguez is rolling, and Smoke is a good running back. But then he comes out, Smoke comes in. They
1: run that wheel route to the well, running back, and it never works.
3: First down, smoke second down, screen to McLean on third down, nothing. So third down, third downs were really bad for Kentucky. Not all started on first and second down. Kentucky is a team. You know, we all heard in the offseason, the outside zone. We're going to stretch this, stretch that. I don't, I've not seen any stretching. Yep. Kentucky is a between the tackles running football team with play action. If you can, if you can, if you can do that, so. Uh, Chris Rodriguez is, is just hammering the football, then you go away from it, and then that, that's a series that that, that, fought, that that does not produce points. So, yeah, third downs were bad because of first and second down, First downs were really bad, I yeah. thought. So, Kentucky's got a lot of work to do offensively, and they understand that. And mm-hmm. I'm not being critical. I'm just being objective and analyzing numbers, right? I'm just looking at numbers. I mean because, what,
1: six, how many points offensively? And we're handed to him on a platter? The Wiedell touchdown.
3: Yeah. Well, the first two games Kentucky averaged 542 yards, 7.9 yards per play. The last three games against Chattanooga, Carolina, Florida, 304 yards, 5.2 yards per play. So, and then you that's really coming in the passing game. In Kentucky, I'm going to go through all the numbers here, but I'll go through yards per attempt, which is which is almost as important, more important than yards per completion. 14 against ULM. Nine Missouri, seven Chattanooga, four point six Carolina. I'm back to five. So the yards per attempt have gone down every game too. So there's a lot, there's a lot to work on. But Kentucky is five and zero. Oh. Let's get back to the positive here. Kentucky's five and zero, oh, and has not played a, a good offensive game in a while now. So there's two ways to look at it. Okay, Kentucky's do play good on offense. LSU's a defense that's highly talented, but gives up a lot of yards, especially through the air. This is this is the game to get right and, and and to go to six and zero and look pretty on both sides of the ball. Or you can look at it like this way: what gives you what gives you the confidence and evidence that Kentucky's going to turn it on offensively well, if you've not seen it?
1: It was the same thing I was saying last week about turnovers, and they started to get there. Yeah. you know. So, uh, Chuck, if you could if you could inject yourself into the offense and. Change a thing or two. What would you do to try to
0: give it some new life? I think we had to give one the ball, and I think that that screenplay was great. It was creative. It worked. I thought that was going to be the spring of let's let one double off for 250. But then we didn't get the ball again. For right. The rest of the day. I mean, there was that one, one uh, catch in the second half. And yeah.
1: He just went 20 yards, making one guy miss. Mm-hmm. You know. Man, that play,
2: uh, that had so much potential. Was it one guy to beat between yeah. him and the end zone, yeah. basically? Yeah. And I thought we might have another magic moment. I mean, he still had not turn it into something, like but I thought it was about to him. be real special.
1: Right, right. And, yeah. I, and I think it's going to come down to, all right, Liam, what can you do to get in the ball? I don't care if it's a jet suite, just. I don't care if it's a stupid I mean, little pitch pass. I
0: more than that, you know, like you said. Drew Tom McClain comes in, and we go right to him. Everybody knows the Everybody knows <laughs> going right to him. But I think it was, I mean, that was a big, was that third down? That yes. was a big third down. Maybe he could spring something from the backfield as well because I don't know what it is about Smoke. He looks like he'd be the best running back in the nation. my ah, Chris, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't
3: know. Huh? The only reason i not, <laughs> that I'm not why is he not better? Right, right. I'll give you the only reason I'm not panicked or worried about the offense is because Mark Stoops told us not to. There you go. And if anything he's done at Kentucky, I believe and trust his word one thousand percent. That that's why I have a glimmer of hope that hey even though now it's three, four games of of not very good offense, maybe this is this is the week that Kentucky can get it right. The kind of way
1: he explained it today was Well, when we time up things right, we aren't executing. And then when we go back to it we're not either they fixed it because they saw it or they aren't in the coverage we we're looking for like there's a lot of just everything is just a little just like in uh, uh, that, that stupid that stupid bootleg hey the Will levis should be so good at bootlegs but that play how, how can we not? Uh, there's just dudes who always run free there. We've either got to scrape better. Something's got to get that bootleg should be an easy. Uh, it's it's like your boy. Uh, yeah, I told
2: you at the game. I, I, there's so many Titans Kentucky comparisons, and they run the Henry. Uh, you know, well Henry's not running the bootleg, but Tannehill Tannehill's bootleg seems to work every single time when they key on Henry, and I feel the same way. Kentucky's got that potential with Rodriguez and lovis but it doesn't seem to be there when they try it.
1: It's very frustrating because he could be a dude you'd, you'd think who would just be, run yeah, forever.
2: Because he's had some great runs, but obviously, heck, I think his best plays in the year were mostly been runs.
1: Yeah, and that, that one play that uh, they tried it this week, it was – rig was like – I think rig was supposed to be the guy they're going to and he was like trying to block somebody at the time. He's turn around so he can just throw and get it two yards, you know. So, um, the, the offense has certainly had some frustrating moments. Um, but, man, you know what? If you can just get the one nail play to happen a few times, and if you can keep Chris, I wish Chris had one more yard to give him that streak of 100 yards every game. He's still leading the SEC in rushing yards, uh, and I, I think they're going to keep going to him uh, against LSU. And it can make it can just make life a lot easier on Will Lemus, because there were times he looked uncomfortable, where the Todd Grantham pressures, it made him uncomfortable. and. Uh, uh, my big takeaway just from a 10,000 feet, Freddie, without having to dive in a ton, yeah. they played two aggressive defenses this year. One of them they beat the hell out of. I mean, Steve Wilkes might have been terrible higher. At Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> but in one of them, they, they, they ran up the score on them, had a bunch of yards, could have had more without turnovers. The other one, Kentucky was terrible on third down. They were not ready for what Florida was bringing. They got to find somewhere in the middle against this LSU defense that they're going to run that press stuff again. Mm-hmm. So, Wandell and Co. They've got to be able to get open against these guys, and Levis has to be comfortable enough to deliver those throws that we and we just haven't seen that in a few weeks.
3: No, we've not. And, and Will's got to trust his eyes, you know, and, and, and he's got to got to clean up his, his pocket awareness. Uh, and he took a sack against Florida where Rosenthal I mean, there was an umbrella of protection. When that happens, you step up. And you keep your eyes on your progressions. And Will, instead of stepping up, ran towards the pressure Mm -hmm. and got sacked. So there's some pocket issues and and, and awareness that that he needs to work through. But, yeah, I mean. Nothing a little
1: coffee and Miracle Whip will cure. We're
3: we're six games into this. We're halfway through the season. and, And we're waiting. We're waiting for that performance. You're not going to see what you saw against ULM again. And you're not going to see, I mean, this game, again, Kayshawn Butte, the receiver from LSU, is so good. Kentucky can be in the right place, right call, doing the right things, and still get beat for a touchdown. He's that good. Go across the 40, York is going to nail everything inside the 40. Best kicker in America. LSU's going to score points. Kentucky's going to have to score points this weekend. And you can't expect, even as good as Brad White is and as good as that Kentucky defense is, you can't expect it <clears throat> to have dominant performances yeah. from here on out. They're going to have a rough night. And, and, and rightly so. They deserve to have an off night. But they've they got to be picked up by the offense, Charles. And I, I just, It's not been happening. Man. We haven't had to see it happen. I was on uh, John Spears' radio
0: the day at Santa Cruz. and he Spears, Spears. And I kind of made it for him, we haven't had two come back from behind, and that's kind of been Stu's forte, he's a defense coach.
3: He wants the defense out there when there's three minutes left, not so, the offense. So did I. Exactly. I, I was looking forward to punts mm-hmm. because I wanted the defense back on the field because, I mean, let's just be honest, that, that was an opportunity to score you know, when, the, when the offense was struggling on third down so much. So. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting, I, I hope, I hope, hope that the Cats get it right outside.
1: The, uh, the one funny thing from Saturday Night too that combines both topics is on the way home, we got a little bit of the Homer LSU call, and there's nothing like getting a Homer radio call. Tom Lynch is of course the best of the best, like here's to you Mr. Robinson. Uh, just oh, did awesome. he? Did he drop that? He dropped that, that was, that was so good. But like the L S U one, you of course you got one kind of straight lace and then you've got the just Cajunest Cajun Homer that's ever homer. And while trying to come back, they hit Boute on the third and a mile. for like a thirty five yard gain that's why they got it for the best wide receiver in all of college football. And, and and then of course they call it back, you know, on review because the ball got loose when his butt hit the ground and yeah. you know, then they're I, if his butt hit the ground and it caused the fumble, then how's that going to be a fumble? And then, of course, interception next play, game over. Uh, I love a good Homer call, uh, except for if you, the the Homerest Do y'all you, do you here know the the Homerest homers in all of the SEC? I, mean, Harvey,
0: I,
2: thought, yeah. I would go KSR. Okay,
1: the Georgia broadcast was just a mm. oh man, it is it is something else. Uh, the days of. Uh, Oh, what's his name? At Munson. The yeah, the days of Munson are long gone. These guys, I mean, they might as well be Kentucky Sports Radio in the booth. Like, we got to do this better, Paul. You know, I mean, it's uh, it is it will drive any opposing fan crazy, and hopefully, uh, Kentucky is driving them crazy in two weeks after a victory over LSU because it would be oh so sweet this weekend. We've got our first and I think maybe only edition of the Double Dip this year with Keeneland. Uh If you want to get tickets to Keenlin, tough luck because um, you can't. Huh. imagine that. Why do they? Right, this is not Drew Franklin, this is Nick Roush talking. So Keeneland, if you want to get mad at me, I love pissing off horse tracks. So please, come at me with your best ammunition because you can't tell people that you're open with no capacity restrictions and then only sell 5,000 general emissions.
3: Oh, we got breaking news. Kentucky versus LSU, is they sell, Woo. Yeah, they
4: sell out. Woo! Yeah, Keeneland
1: sold out. LSU
3: sold out. Wow, Max Johnson, quarterback from LSU, was talking post-game after Auburn and said that what LSU does is goes to the line of scrimmage, sees the defense, looks at the sidelines, and makes adjustment calls to play. And there's going to be a ton of pre-snap communication that the Tigers are going to have Saturday night. That crowd, who how – many, how many LSU procedures before that have?
1: Uh, nine. That's, kind of nine
3: that's nine five-yard tackles for loss for the, for the Big Blue Nation. Yeah. That's, how, yeah. that's, that's how you need to look at it needs to be just right there Saturday night because LSU is going to run. I don't know what they're trying to do. Maybe it's the air raid. Maybe not. I don't know. I can't figure out the coordinator. I mean,
1: this ain't the Rose Bowl either. Kroger Field's actually going to have fans out there. I
3: mean, it's going to be loud. It's so, going to be rocking. you, you yeah, to be loud when Max Johnson is, is trying to check plays and all that kind of stuff. You get an
2: extra hour and a half tailgating for this one, too. So, if you thought last week was Rowdy, now you're 5-0. and oh. I
1: mean, Charles might not even make it in the gate by the time it's kickoff.
0: No, I'm. I'm It'll be my first double dip, but I'll be in. You can, you're going to make it? I, I, I plan on leaving Keenman at 3 o'clock. Just get a couple of those triple lattes from Stoops' office. Oh, we sorry. did. We played at that Yeah, so
1: I was, funny story. Yeah, I was, down, down 40, yeah. I was, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was uh, on the side, uh, the game was over, so I was like, I'm just going to go enjoy the final quarter from the sideline. Uh and... Dorian Baker's mouthpiece about landed, the, or the other guy's mouthpiece, landed on my feet about fifteen from about fifteen yards away. That trip, we also had uh, uh, my buddy's tires got slashed before we left town, uh, so we had to get that fixed. That sucked, and we got pulled over by a Mississippi State Trooper on our way home too, who was at least kind enough to just send us on our way. But that could have been, whew, man.
2: Saturday will be payback for all of that. Yeah.
1: Also, here, here, here. Tigerland sucks too, by the way. That bar, worst bar in the NCC. They're here
3: already. I saw six or seven LSU bars themselves. Man,
1: I don't
2: like, think people understand how many LSU fans are going to be here. A they up. just yeah.
3: got to
1: get here early to prepare for their sadness. Me, bring their you know, therapists, their shrinks with them. It's hard to
3: hate them because everybody I've known is LSU fans are just great people. Yeah. yeah, but this isn't about hating your LSU fans. This is about going six mm-hmm. and out.
2: That's undefeated half of the season. And
3: that's making that 330 kickoff in an Athens count. That's as far as I'm going. The game is going to be kicked off at 330. Freddie, that's do, it. you, do you know the... I, I'm in with Nick Saban.
1: Do you know when the last time Kentucky won eight straight football games was? Eight straight? Yeah.
3: We won five straight when I was there. Uh, on, a, eight
1: on a seven-game win streak right now dating back to last year. Charles, pop quiz.
3: I was trying to think when the Baylor game was in 77.
1: Ding, 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 ding. So, were you, you were around then, right? Were you knee I listened to uh, that game with my sister. We, we both had remarks.
3: Oh, gosh, that's sucks.
1: Yeah. But you, were, you, you came. I can
3: remember listening to with leopard. That Leopard. It was that Baylor, because it was so hot that the turf cleats were melting. I remember that. Hmm. And yeah. my Singletary place was. And that
1: was when the nine-game win streak and stuff, correct? Yep. yep. Kentucky is not—they're on seven-game win streak now. Uh, long since then. Got to keep this train rolling. Nine nine's
2: within reach. LSU, Georgia—I mean, come on.
1: LSU? Yeah. Am I right? Let's get it done. Which LSU? That's all-time favorite, like dad, you know, kind of chant. It's—it's almost—I love it as much as Justin. And I, I can't. bring it back? I cannot think of a better than Office. I mean, they sponsor KS office, Sponsor KSR. and as nice as KS office is, it's nothing like the waiting rooms, and you don't have to wait there long. Yeah, the
2: problem is you're only there for like 30 seconds, but while you're there, there's yeah. plenty to do.
3: Doc Thompson wanted to be here tonight, but Henry and his son has a baseball game, so <clears throat> hope Henry won and hit other Henry.
2: home runs. Yeah, and I'm guessing. Did you get another text this morning? <laughs> I didn't get one this morning, but if I'm guessing, Doc Thompson, like the rest of the city, is still feeling a little bit from Saturday, because he's a tailgater. I have a feeling he was on
3: the field. I don't take your mind me reading. This. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he won't. At 7:20 this morning, still no voice. <laughs> and my hand is literally swollen from high fives. Meeting <laughs> the bleachers in front of me making noise during the game. Might have, so, to, call, might so. have to call. Don't it, you Sam. want your
2: dentist to love this football he as he much as you?
3: And Dr. <laughs> I'd say it will be next Monday as well. Yeah.
2: Oh. Stupid yeah, right just call him today
1: at 859 543 0700. Give Justice Dinner a call today. Visit him on the line. Tell him KSR Football Podcast sent you. Man, I, I'm trying to think. This was just it was such a crazy, awesome win. Uh, I hope we don't. hope we did it justice. Oh, there's Justice <laughs> Dental. <Dinner laughs> Gosh, didn't even yeah. mean to do that. But I really do because this was such a fun. I, I think that people didn't even know what to do afterwards.
3: Can I say something about that? Yeah. And I don't know if I'm speak for Charles or not. But I was so happy for Mark I was so happy for the team, obviously, and the fans. But I was equally as happy for former players. Oh, yeah. That meant a lot to me. I don't, I'm Charles, I don't I ain't speaking to you. Mm-hmm. That, that meant a lot to a bunch of us because I mean, let's just be honest. We all lost to Florida one way or the other. Close game blowout, whatever. You didn't yeah. lose the fight to him, though, by God. No, Jay George is 2-0 in no, that, that situation. Christian <laughs> you know, yeah, we, we followed him a couple times. Did you fight for that? Mm-hmm.
1: Just a little. Yeah, just a
3: little. Yeah. Um, but it meant a lot to, to yeah, all players. I mean, I, I can't tell you the ones that I had text call. I know Ransdale and all that 86 crew had a group text going, mm-hmm. and they reached out to me during the game. So it meant a lot to us. Uh, I, I mean, really? I mean, uh, the
0: world for me. I think I might have been a little teary-eyed watching the, the clock uh, go to zero.
1: I I, Maybe. I I will say too, for me, it it was it didn't it meant more when I, like I was there in 18, so we didn't have that same feeling. But I'm so happy for all the fans who finally got to see it in person because I. I I knew what it was then, and now it's like, I've done this, but now there's 60,000 other ones who got to be there, who got to dap up the players after the game, who got to say thank you, who got to take their selfies with all the other ones, I mean, it. who got to sing my old Kentucky home after the game, I mean.
0: Sometimes it doesn't hit you in the moment, but that hit me right in the like right, when it, right when it hit zero, it was like there it all
2: Yeah. <laughs> and they're not alone. Jacob Tammy tweeted about crying. I mean, lots of former players mentioned they had tears coming. Freddie's got tears from Wacka. Uh, well,
3: when Nick, Nick said stealthy, I was imagining a hundred years ago when he made LSU and I had big ass cold boy kid. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Waka hey. wouldn't have
2: been there. Who would yeah. have been there instead of uh, Walker Flocka? No. MC Hammer. MC Hammer would have him Loke, no, Oh, Loke. I yeah. love Tom look. Yeah. He um, would have the team out.
1: Yeah. Freddie, I, you, you got a winning win. record, it tells you, right?
3: All right. Yeah.
2: And oh. oh. Also, how about that video of Freddie that snuck out this week?
3: Listen, I tweeted that. Yes. People, People came back to me like I was being serious. Did you see did it? Did you see it, Charlie? Uh, I said something to the fact that me and Wondell Robinson looked very similar in the old so Wait, uh, Did somebody tweet out a picture? Oh, a video story? of Freddie. Yeah. Kentucky. Like Films or Kentucky tape. Or
1: T- you know. Clips. Kentucky, Kentucky clips. Oh, I've got to watch this.
2: Oh, my man. He's not lying. It could have been Wandell with a little more height on him. And then.
3: people thought I was serious
1: and like, oh, you're, you know. You mean Wand... I,
3: I guess I never joke on social media. People don't know, that. you all know me. I joke around quite a bit.
1: More like Juan Freddy, am right?
3: I'm, I'm very serious. You got it
0: right here.
1: Oh, yeah. Freddy Juan Maggard?
0: I got hammered the other day after the DeAndre Square little video came out. You got hammered? Look at
2: these uh, legs. Oh. Wow. Look at these legs in traffic.
3: All right. Hold on. Run it back. You look at number 35. Right. Okay. That oh, our podcast. Is that it? Oh. How they on down? Down. Yeah.
1: He took, he's got one, and then. Well, I like
2: I like you hit that extra gear when you see the hole, too. You yeah. think you're slowing down. Then, oh, no, yeah. let's get 10 more. No. That was a good sentence there. They were so bad. That segment's called "We Watch a Highlight Video on an Audio Show." But I uh, like
3: us talking about it. Oh man! But I
1: was joking, people. I mean, I know. You know. No, Freddie, you—you're being no joking allowed on social media. Uh-huh. I'm excited though. Good. Well, Freddie, you just were—I've never seen you so fired up for It's, really it's
3: Amsterdam coffee. Amsterdam coffee, and I'm—I'm I'm serious. I'm, I'm ready to beat the brakes off. Gosh! Man. I mean, I want this for this team, this program to make a statement. Mm-hmm. I know Ford win was a statement because they hadn't done it before. Now, how do you deal with success? I want this I statement. To, I want a. I want a. I want a big win Saturday night. I mean, I want. I want to leave no freaking question, Charles, when the horn blows, of who the better football team is, and I think it's the Kentucky Wildcats. They got a big, good like You get the three games speech. Yeah, it's the to go. And then yeah.
2: next week you got one loss Georgia coming off a loss to Auburn, and we just. Ooh. We just see what happens.
1: Can I just say, too, right. that I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy because I love that team a lot, but one thing that that 2017 struggled to do was build on the momentum from their big wins. I mean, because you had, you had the big oval win, and then you go down on Thursday Night Football for 17 interceptions at in South Carolina, and then you have the big LSU win, and then it, uh, it, it, Florida and Mississippi State, back-to-back weeks. You can't let one win turn into a loss or two. And I know that big picture, us dumb talking heads can say, well, if you just get one of two of Florida and LSU, screw that. Go, you are the better complete team than LSU is. You've executed better, and you still haven't played your best football. And Stoop said today, the foot is going on the gas.
3: Yeah, I'll throw over a rain Oklahoma drill for two hours. I hope they're not. But I want I those players. <laughs> I wish those players could feel, and I hope they do, the energy from this fan base.
0: Absolutely. I, I think. I they mean, do. I really do,
3: because it's there. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's going to be wild.
1: And, and now it's just manifesting it and running it back and making sure that stadium is shaking once again at Kroger Field. Big Blue Nation. We'll see you there. This has been the KSR Football Podcast. And peep the technique.